I V M. Hello and welcome to the Habit Coach Podcast. I am Ashton Doctor, your Habit Coach, and today with us we have a very special guest, Callum McGregor, and he is the community founder of Shape and Foster, and um, it's a fantastic platform that I was exploring. And um, today I have invited Callum to share his story because it's a very interesting one. It's something that happened through 2020, and since 2020 has just gotten over. It's uh, you know different people have gone through so many different experiences and um, and have made so many changes in their life. And I think Callum's story is very interesting, and which is why I wanted him on the Habit Coach podcast because there are definitely elements that we can take from it and see how they can fit into our life. So Callum, welcome to the Habit Coach podcast. Thank you very much for having me, Ashton. I'm delighted to be here. I, I listened to a bunch of your episodes, and it's it's an honour to have the opportunity to to have a chat with you. Lovely. Thank you. Do you mind telling the the listeners where your accent is from? Because I'm sure everyone must be curious about that. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm from Scotland. Um, so I'm a 36 year old guy living in Canada. Mm-hmm. I've lived in Canada for 13 years. But I originally am um, from Scotland. I moved to Canada 2006 to play rugby for a summer. Just had a fantastic time here. Really enjoyed it. Went home, got a work permit, came back, and Canada, Toronto, Ontario has uh, become home over the last day uh, 13 years. But the accent is not going anywhere. Um, the I was just is, wondering about that. <laughs> the accent, the accent is still firmly Glaswegian. So I know Ashton, you've been to Scotland. I know you've been to Edinburgh. Um, so I, I'm from like one hour from Edinburgh, essentially Glasgow. So none of the Canadian aspects are seeping into you, huh? No, absolutely. Well, as far as the accent goes, no. Um, I mean, Canadians, as far as like a culture goes, very friendly people, really warm, great sense of humour, similarities to the Scots. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it was a very easy kind of cultural shift, but the accent is uh, has not made any inroads. No. <laughs> <laughs> But was it a was it a big shift moving from um, Scotland to Canada, like packing up life and suddenly changing? Yeah, honestly, it, it wasn't. Um, mm. I've, I've talked about this quite a bit to people. I mean, when I moved here, I was 22, 23 years old. Mm-hmm. I just graduated from university. So I hadn't started a career yet. Um, I didn't have a family. I didn't own a house, like n- none of this stuff. So Originally, it was just meant to be to come for four months, and, mm. and I came, and I really enjoyed it, and then ended up making that kind of lifetime move, but I definitely think that when it comes to moving mm-hmm. um, in life, I, I think that the the younger you are often, like the larger the opportunity and the less the, the, less the risk, yeah. and there, there, there was zero risk for me whatsoever, Um so it was easy. My family are still back in Scotland, and that's unfortunate because mm. obviously you'd like to have them here with you. But Toronto simply just has a lot more opportunity than um, than Scotland, and it's That's just Scotland. a bigger, yeah, bigger city, more more thing, bigger city than Glasgow, more things going on, mm. and I kind of instantly fell in love with it. You know, it's so interesting because um, especially during this last year, there are so many people that have shifted and moved and done dramatic changes to their life, right? It's almost like they've come, that, like surgery has taken place on their lives. They've removed aspects of it, changed things around. And um, what has your experience been through this whole last year? Yeah, I mean, I completely agree. And I, I've joked with people, I think that we're going to see with like, Hollywood movies for the next 30 years it's going to be like 
reviewing COVID and there's going to be all these COVID stories of people that have changed. I, I feel like we're going to be living this through the through the big screen for even longer than we currently have, which is horrible to think about. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I've had a massive shift. Um, about 11 years ago in Toronto, I, I started my own business. So I started a business in the marketing world called Fervent Events. And I started a business with $4,000. So I basically had one and a half paychecks. And I decided to go out on my own and start a business. It was just built on passion, absolute passion. Really, I hadn't thought it through because who starts a business with with such little capital, really? I got a job in a call center, um, worked in a call center six hours a day, and then went home and worked in my own business for for six hours a day. And I loved this business. For, For 11 years, I actually completely bootstrapped um grew the company we listed twice in the growth 500 which is canada's fastest 500 grown companies i absolutely loved it for the first nine years we started doing four million dollars a year in revenue it was a successful business but the last two years i i stopped enjoying it um i cannot my, my passion started to dry up i realized that some of the work that I was doing, it wasn't really very impactful. And we were bidding on stuff like big tobacco and quick service restaurants and massive contracts. But if we if if we won that business, like who are we impacting? You know, we're we're encouraging people to smoke and stuff like this. So it just it started to kind of have a have a, a not feel good factor, if that makes any sense. That coincided about two years ago with the start of my own personal development journey. And I know that I mean, so much of your story, Ashton, is about your own personal development journey. So there's definitely some similarities here, although I'm way further behind in my journey than you are. But um, essentially, about two years ago, my son was two and a half years old. Mm-hmm. I was in a bad habit of every couple of weeks coming home quite late, drinking and getting home at like four or five o'clock in the morning and, and just not feeling good about it. I was driving one day with, with my son to rugby uh, to take him to like a, a rugby class. I've been looking forward to this for a long time. And I had an, an anxiety attack as I was driving. It was only the second time I've ever had an anxiety attack. Basically, I was in no condition to drive. My awareness was at an all-time low. I shouldn't have been driving. I got to rugby and there was these other parents that were there and they were all participating and bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. And, and that's who I always thought I would be as a dad and that's who I want to be so it was a massive wake-up call from that moment about two years ago I basically stopped drinking I I drink occasionally now but I mean I could count on one hand how many times I drink per year so that was that was step number one step number two was um, I started to to work out again I hadn't really worked out properly since I stopped playing rugby it's been about seven years and started to work out again then lo and behold less alcohol more exercise I started being happier. My patience improved. All of these knock-on effects I never really considered. Moving it forward a little bit more, and the last piece of the jigsaw of me really came to a head in COVID. As I said, like I, I hadn't enjoyed my business for the last two years. But getting out of a business that you've built is more difficult than it really seems. Okay. When COVID, When COVID struck, there was no work. Mm. We, did, we didn't bill a dollar in 13 weeks. Mm. And I just kind of saw this as an opportunity to get out of the business and the work that I wasn't enjoying anymore. During COVID, the idea of going back to my business that I'd created, it was making me mm. anxious. I was like, oh, I don't want to go back to that. It was a very peculiar situation. So a full two-year journey basically came to a culmination in July, when I actually sold that business, 
and decided to start something completely new. This is uh, July 2020 after selling my, my events marketing agency and start a lifestyle development app called Shape and Foster. And um, it really is like it has been a very kind of a full journey. I mean, the, the, the lifestyle development app Shape and Foster was born out of my own personal development journey and me wanting to keep learning myself and in enabling other people to learn along the way. Mm. You know, it's so interesting because um, when we started off, you know, you started off this business, uh, not Shape and Foster, the previous one, mm-hmm. full of gusto, yep. right? $4,000, I'm going to make it happen, 4 million billing in revenue and all of that was taking place. What were your feelings during that time, during the growth of that first business? What what was it that kept you going? I mean, I I just I, I had like a an energy and like a gusto that it's hard to really describe unless you kind of you go through it hmm. every single day. I kind of I would work to the effect that I didn't really know what tomorrow held. Hmm. And when you when you run when you run a small business, like you could have three or four massive shifts hmm. in uh, tempo and mood throughout the course of a day, like. In a small business, like you, it's like a roller coaster, you know. It really, it really is. So, so I mean, what went through my mind was um, a lot of pride. Definitely, I was very proud of what I had uh, built, and I enjoyed it. But towards the end of it, I just started to kind of see it taking more of an effect on my general attitude, my happiness, like mm-hmm. my family life, and and my my, my well being. And 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 I loved what you said about um, you know the clients that you were with. When I was a child growing up, my father, one of his business biggest clients was, again, big tobacco in India. And and he one day just took a decision saying, I'm going to stop working with them because if I am convincing my child not to smoke, mm-hmm. you know, as he grows up, yep. how can I convince other people or sell it? Yep. So, you know, it's these kinds of model calls as well that suddenly start playing with you, especially when it comes to your business, because ultimately your business is like your baby as it starts yep. growing. Oh, one hundred percent. And I mean, one of the one of the opportunities I had with a big tobacco company, it was it was massive. It was twelve million dollars over three years. It would have basically doubled our revenue annually. But I would have been locked into that business for another three years. Yeah. So yeah, would have been making a lot of money, but morally, um, the moral compass was definitely in question. Mm. Let's let's put it that way. And just a general, just a general enjoyment, like. In my uh, business, we were a small business, but there really wasn't any middle management. I mean, mm. I still made a lot of the, the big decisions. Mm-hmm. And as, as you kind of grow, that, that creative aspect that, that made me fall in love with like marketing and the whole agency life, when I was like the, the, the creative guy and, and, and coming up with all the ideas and the activations, I wasn't really that guy anymore. I was, I was like almost a glorified administrative guy. You know? Correct. As you grew, the management aspect didn't grow along with it. But, you know, you said something very interesting. You said that, yeah, it would have been $12 million. It would have increased my revenue. But it's money as opposed to models, right? Many people listening might be wondering, saying, but Are, but it was $12 million. Are you mad? Right? Where does that money compare to models? You know, like, how was that decision for you? I mean, I, I think that the older you get, mm. and I mean, I'm only, I'm only 36. Mm. I'm not... I'm not like anywhere near retirement. Like I've got a long, long way to go. So I'm. I think, but I think the older you get, the more valuation you put on personal life, mm-hmm. um, time to your to yourself, time with your family. 
it just goes so much further than than money really mm-hmm. i mean you have to you have to earn a living and it would be nice to be comfortable mm-hmm. um however at a cost of um kind of just dreading every every work day mm-hmm. and at, at a cost of maybe not seeing your your kids like in the morning and then at night for like three days in a row yeah or at a cost of business travel is that i mean really who's who's winning there like who, who's winning there when it comes to um to, to to money it's so interesting that we use the word at the cost of right especially when we're talking about money so money at the cost of health mm. money at the cost of time with children money at the cost of yeah it's so interesting the way that our language for, forms these things 100 percent. and then i mean just to kind of talk about covid again as as, as we just mm. mentioned like i mean this has been very well documented obviously um but one thing that covid has has enabled and in some cases is um, everyone's at home and all of a sudden they have a little bit more time with their family. Okay. And COVID has made parts of business. If you're, if you're, if you are employed, it's made parts of business more efficient. Mm. You've cut out, like, I don't know what, what, tra- what commute time or travel time is like where you are, Ashton. Mm. Um, I mean, in, in Toronto, on average, people would commute for about one and a half to two hours a day. Yeah. You know, like one hour in a subway there, one hour in a subway back. Correct. Two hours a day commuting, mm. and so so what's the cost? Of, what's the cost of that? Absolutely, two hours of a day listening to podcasts. That's basically <laughs> how you can actually make, improve that time. Yeah, exactly. So, but, so now let's talk about your new baby. Mm-hmm. All right, your passion was drying up. You were looking for something to change, and COVID was a wake up call and gave you a good chance to change right right I'd give you an opportunity to move so now let's talk about your new baby mm-hmm. so i mean shape and foster it's a lifestyle development app it's also available in web browser mm. so you pay for a membership and in mm. turn you're taking on a 12-month journey mm. of lifestyle development from six experts mm. each of who have curated courses specifically for shape and foster mm. so the experts are in areas important to a healthy heart and a healthy mind mm. i'm sure there's many other industries that could be part of this mm. but just to kind of whittle it down the six experts the six industries mm. that i went with are fitness mm. nutrition mental health a life coach finance and yoga mm. so every single 30 days mm. new course material becomes available in the app from each of these six professionals all content is via video mm-hmm. and every video is is 15 to 20 minutes in length from each expert. So essentially, as a member, you essentially would have to consume two to two and a half hours of video content mm-hmm. per month mm-hmm. to learn from six different professionals for, for the duration of 12 months. Mm-hmm. And the reason the videos are that length is like, it's, it's like a TED Talk, right? Mm-hmm. TED Talks average 18 minutes in length. There's a reason that TED Talks don't last for one hour mm. or um, because no one's going to watch video now for, for, for one hour. It, it's getting less and less likely. So TED Talk found, found that magic number of 18 minutes. We're in that kind of 15 to 20 minute frame. Mm-hmm. And then the last thing the last thing I'll say, and I mean, our, the key term that we're going with, which you obviously associate with, the key term is actionable insight. So... Mm. A member is going to get opened up to knowledge that can really impact their life by learning and forming habits as a result of that. So mm. the membership goes over the period of 12 months because it would be unrealistic to successfully improve all of these areas in only a few months. This is not a 
be your best self in 14 days. Mm. It's not that sort of thing. It's mm. a slower paced, slow, slower paced, but we're hoping we'll ensure longer lasting results. Lovely. How did this idea of this business come about? Um, the idea of the business just came around, honestly, because as I say, I'd gone through my own personal mm-hmm. development journey. Mm-hmm. I, wa- I wanted to then start doing something else. And I thought, I mean, I want to keep learning. Um, I didn't think that there was anything that came to mind that was a proactive approach of lifestyle development. So this is kind of where my personal development met my entrepreneurship. Mm. They, kind of, they, they kind of merged at this point, what I'd gone through, but, and then kind of sitting back and thinking, it'd be great to proactively learn from different experts that can improve my mental health and my, and my wellness. I mean, so much of, uh, in my experience, so much of life is dealt with retroactively. Mm. Finance, like you learn about mortgages as you purchase your first home or condo or whatever. It's the biggest investment of your life mm. and you're learning about that on the job. Mm. It doesn't make any sense. You go to the gym, uh, I did, mm. when you're already out of shape and you start to get back into shape when you're already out of shape. Nutrition, you look at nutrition when your eating habits are maybe bad. Anxiety, I, I, I googled anxiety after my first anxiety attack. Would it not be nice to kind of learn from a mental health professional proactively about your emotions and your state of mind like before it maybe gets to like a drastic sort of spot like that? Mm-hmm. Same with a life coach. A life coach is the sort of thing that you might appoint in your life when your life is kind of lacking a bit of direction. So much of life is retro is uh, retroactive. And I just kind of saw a bit of a gap in the market and in association with what I have gone through myself. Mm. It really was like a culmination of everything. Because these are the six aspects that you find are important for you to start creating that life that you want. Exactly, exactly. Okay. And, um, and and you talk about it as a community. Tell me a little bit about the community aspect of it. Yeah, so community is is a massive part of, of who I am. I mean, I, I came here to play rugby. Hmm. Stepping off the plane in, in Toronto, I met 40 people immediately, and it is that kind of community vibe. Hmm. Um, I come from a small town in, in Glasgow where you'd walk to the, through the village and it would be impossible not to bump into three or four people. That, that you know. So I love the whole community aspect. So in the app, Shape and Foster is essentially like a social media feed mm. uh, where you can uh, comment on expert videos and you can like or cheers, it's called, expert videos. Um, you as a member can, can post a, a conversation around something around one of these topics. Mm. So for example, one of the members the other day posted a photo of a meal that he made and, and, and tagged it with nutrition. And then other members like gave him a, a thumbs up and gave him a cheers and commended him. So although we, nobody comes into the app knowing everybody else, mm-hmm. everyone in the app is there for the exact same reason. They're all there to try and better themselves and, and to improve their well-being. So that makes for a very positive place to be. Also important to note, there's no adverts, there's no algorithms. Mm. So you go into the app, for mental wellness and that is all you're going to get you're not going to be getting ads coming up or or, or any algorithms like feeding you stuff that it, that it thinks you like mm-hmm. it's it's simply it's simply what's in there and i think there's a lot to be said for that lovely and and how do you keep the accountability going like making sure that people are actually you know using it and making those mm-hmm. changes that's a good question so 
all the videos, as I said, mm-hmm. um, all the ex- all, all the it's all video content. Mm-hmm. The videos are all tracked, mm-hmm. so a video unlocks by one of two ways, or mm-hmm. by, by two ways actually mm-hmm. it has to lock. So number one, videos unlock every thirty days. Mm-hmm. So when a member joins, they immediately get month one, mm-hmm. and then month two comes thirty days later, videos unlock, mm-hmm. and month three sixty days, and so on. However, the videos will only unlock also if you have watched. Mm-hmm. The, the previous content. Hmm. So, for example, you can't join and just, oh, you'll, I, I like the look of learning about investments in finance, which hmm. is month 10, 11, and 12. Hmm. So I want, to ju- I want to jump to that. Hmm. You can't. You, you have to watch month one hmm. and then two and then three, hmm. and all the videos are tracked. Hmm. So the only way to complete the whole program is to watch every video from start to finish. Hmm. And have you decided on that format for a particular reason? Like this month has to be this, then this, then this, and why is finance in the last couple of months? No, so, so it's actually, um, finance is actually its own program. So hmm. finance is month one to month 12 okay every 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 uh, expert has has a month one two month 12 program so you have videos to watch from every expert every single month okay they're all they're all very holistic so hmm. even uh, we're talking about finance so for example finance um month one hmm. the very very first first one is about understanding your money mindset hmm. and it digs into how your money mindset is made up from how your parents talked about money hmm. like was there was there scarcity um hmm. a, a lot of these kind of like themes and that's the very 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 start hmm. of of your journey hmm. right that's the very start of your journey and then month 12 hmm. in finance is about investments hmm. so you're starting your financial journey about understanding your money mindset and you're ending learning about investments. So it's the same as, um, I mean, so, so every, every program is, I mean, nutrition is the same sort of idea. Nutrition, like uh, 10, 10 habits that that you can interject into your diet tomorrow. And it's very simple steps like um, drinking two liters of water a day. It's simple sort of stuff, adding a pinch of Himal- Himalayan salt to your water. And then through the very, very end of it, you're making really top-notch meals big ones yeah exactly interesting so it's, it's, it's a nice uh, journey that you're taking people on for a year you can start figuring out how you can actually change your life in all these aspects because you're starting off with baby steps and ending with something fairly dramatic exactly that's that's exactly it um i mean the the best thing about it is i think is this whole holistic approach uh, mm. i mean i think that someone like the amount of people i think that will join mm. um as a member for because they like the look of two or three of the experts. Maybe they want to do fitness, they want to learn from a mental health professional, and they want to learn about nutrition. Little did they expect this life coach also had lots of nuggets of great information. But since they've paid for it, and they have the life coach as well, and the finance as well, you might as well watch the videos. Mm-hmm. And the early feedback that I've already heard from some members is, I, like, I wasn't expecting to, to, to enjoy the life coach videos, or I wasn't expecting to enjoy the finance videos. But the experts that we've chosen mm-hmm. and that, that I've selected and contracted, they were all like thoroughly, like everyone was interviewed um, multiple times. Like we had a, a list of about five to 10 different top candidates per position. Mm-hmm. We interviewed them, um, got an idea of how they are in camera, how personable they are, mm-hmm. how likable they are, which is mm-hmm. important to, to learn from somebody. So we have a really, really good caring team that that you kind of want to learn from and something that's kind of interesting which i think you'll be interested in i don't know why but it's amazing the amount of 
what I've learned here, mm. the professionals, the experts that we have in place that, that are hired, so many of them, their personal journey mm-hmm. shaped shaped their professional mm. place. So, I mean, we have like uh, our mental health professional suffered from like an eating disorder when, when she was younger and ended up being a mental health professional. Correct. Our, our nutritionist mm. uh, used to have a lot of skin problems when she was younger. Her parents are of Polish descent. She ate a lot of red meat and it just didn't agree with her skin. But the doctors couldn't figure it out. Mm. All these different pills and creams couldn't figure it out. So she started to learn more about nutrition herself mm. and, and try and dig in deeper. And lo and behold, she got to the root problem. She dealt with it herself. And then she ended up becoming a holistic nutritionist. Our financial expert, Shinobu, her, she lives in San Diego, California. Her mum and dad, her mum is from Japan. Her dad is from Kenya. So they're both immigrants to the United States. They both included her as a child in all their money conversations because they wanted her just to learn about money growing up. They wanted her to be in total control of her financial future. She ended up being a financial planner. Like, it's it's really crazy. Like, some of the, like, what I've learned myself just from mm. talking to these people, hiring these experts, the amount of people who their their personal journey really shaped where they became professionally. So we've got a really caring team. I love it. I love it. You know, it's so true because the way that we think about our own journey and what we're going through right now, we can't predict what's going to happen in the future. But the best way is to learn and then teach, right? And as soon as you get into that learning and teaching phase, that's when something solidifies and that's when you want to feel, you feel like you're giving back to community. And I think the second business of yours is all about probably giving back to community in that in that context. Totally. What Harbour was saying, I want, to, I want it to be something that I can be proud of. Mm. I want to have an impact. Mm. I mean, in a similar way that you're doing, Ashton, you're, you're, you're impacting people for good. And, and I kind of want to, I want to go down that route myself. That That's kind of where I am now personally. Lovely. And the app and everything is now live. It, it's launched. It has. So uh, you can simply go to www.shapeandfoster.com. Mm-hmm. You get a free 14-day trial. Okay. Test it out, 14 days. Stick your head in, have a look around. Mm-hmm. If it's for you, fantastic. If it's not, it's all good. And you simply just uh, you just get out of there. And if you choose to stay on, the, the cost is $299 per year USD mm-hmm. or $29.99 per month USD. So it's essentially 12 months for the price of 10 if you, if you go annually. Interesting. Free 14-day trial. Mm-hmm. Use it as much as you can. Understand it. Yeah. You know? Use it. Yep. Yeah, use it as much Learn as you can. Learn about the experts. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. L- learn from the experts. Um be part of the community, be part of the conversations, just get get a feel for it. I mean, mm-hmm. we, we, we've already had a very soft launch. We, we, Pre-January, we had a soft launch, open a few days. We got 70 members in there. Mm-hmm. Everyone's really enjoying it. We've had very few people that have actually come in and left. It's been very positive. Nice. And hopefully in 2021, end of, end of the year, I'm hoping that we can be sitting at four or five, six thousand members. Wow, that'll be lovely. Yeah, the whole the cool thing about the community aspect is the more members, the more thriving the community. Yes, absolutely. And um, we're going to be talking about uh, you know the various habits from each of these experts that you have in our next podcast. That's going to be out in a day or so. 
but you know um if people need to get in touch with you how sh- what's the best way of getting in touch with you communicating with you and understanding a little bit more about what you're doing um you I mean simply you can email me uh, community at shapeandfoster.com okay. i am right now the sole employee at shape and foster so that email will come to me uh, as a startup uh, other than that i mean we're, we're on instagram at shape and foster you can obviously follow us there and you can come into the community, take on a free trial and stick your head in and, and there'll be lots of other people in there that can answer questions about the community as well because one of the cool things about it is the small group we already have in there uh, after the soft launch, they're all equally comfortable already talking about what their their shared experience has been like. So what, what, what better testimonial can you have than coming in and talking to actual members? No, absolutely. The community is going to keep it going. And that's what's exciting about it. Exactly. Callum, thank you so much for joining us on the Habit Coach Podcast. I loved it. And I can't wait for the next one, which is all about actually, you know, learning from your experts and what are those actionable tips that we can take away from them. Thank you. Thank you. If you like this podcast, don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the IVM network. You can listen to us on the IVM podcast app or ivmpodcast.com. You can also follow us on social media. We are at IVM Podcasts on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to reach out to me, I am Ashtin Doc on Twitter and Instagram. You can find lots more information on my website, awesome180.com or check out different content on my YouTube channel called A-W-E-S-O-M-E 180. That's Awesome 180.